Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome into episode 67 of the Brutally Honest Sports Podcast. Apologies for the delay. Um, life has just gotten in the way as of recently. Um, this will be a solo episode. Um, just me, just Aaron uh, going live today uh, to do a recording for you guys to keep you kind of in the loop of everything. Um, obviously, just so much has transpired over the last couple of weeks, um, whether it be baseball, whether it be football, obviously college basketball in full swing, um, NBA in full swing, hockey, just chugging along. So, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot to um, basically get into, uh, basically to start out uh, this, this week's episode. I, I really wanted to touch on the, the lockout ending in the, in the baseball world. Um, that was something I was extremely worried about as a, as a you know, someone that, that roots for, for the game to succeed someone that um, thoroughly enjoys the game for what it is. Um, you know, obviously they've had their, their fair share of issues. You know, I, I think you go back to 95. Uh, I think there was a lockout in that season. They didn't play the whole year. Um, it was speculated that, <clears throat> excuse me, and I, apology, and I apologize if I can talk. I apologize, you know, already. Uh, kind of a weak voice. Been off and on sick for the last week, so uh, – you know, have some mercy on me that in that respect. Um, But basically, you know, baseball as a whole, um, there was just a kind of a feeling that, you know, it might be July till we get a season. It might be um, that the whole season would be canceled. Now, you know, they did get an agreement. They missed two full series. Uh, Basically now they, they've, you know, picked up with the spring training. Um, they're in full swing, but uh, two regular season series um, will, you know, are canceled, won't, won't be rescheduled. Um, I don't really have a problem with it. They, they play 162 in like a regular season uh, in a normal regular season. So um, that being said, you know, 156 games or so, um, I it's still basically you have the whole season, you know, to still watch um, so that, no complaints there. Um, glad they got, <clears throat> excuse me, glad they got an agreement. Um, glad they could come together. I mean, the, these players, these owners, I mean, both sides, they, they, they both make so much money. I know um, you can argue like the players are, are making the organization this amount of money, so they should be paid 
X or, or whatever it might be. Um, but regardless, I mean, even these, these teams that like Arizona Diamondbacks, for example, uh, I'm just trying to think of, of bad franchises, at least currently, or, or have had their, their, you know, long, you know, failure to, to have success. I would say, you know, it hurts me to say this, my, my team, the, the Baltimore Orioles, um, another team that where it's like, you know, regardless if there's 50 people in the stadium, the owner's still getting that huge, that huge TV contract is still going to be there. Um, and, and that's, that's really where it, what it comes down to. Like in that respect, the owners are gonna, still going to make their money. Even, even if their team is horrible, like even if they're a bottom feeder team, um, the checks are still coming in. Now you can make an argument, you know, these minor league players, these, these players that bounce around the league, these bullpen guys, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, they could be paid better, especially I would say like triple A, double A, that, that type of thing. And, and, you know, things of that nature, but um, yeah, it, it, I'm glad to see an agreement. I'm glad to see that both sides were, were able to get behind, you know, a, an agreement for, for both parties. Um, there is notable rule changes and I'll get into that. Um, the, the thing that I, I take away from this is just like, it seems like the NFL is chugging along regardless of all the, the incidents players get in um, off the field. It, it's like the MLB just, they, they need a way to market the game better. I think, you know, obviously there's been a lot of free agent signings, but you still have these basically, I mean, I, I would, I would say there's a lot of discrepancy between the top and bottom teams in the league. Now, you know, it would be a hard argument to make, to like the Dodgers or to even the Phillies, uh, for example, like if they, if they capped every team at, let's say 200 million, um, I see the problems that can come from that. The problems as far as like, if they have the money to spend now, now they're being restricted. Now the players are getting paid less um, things like that. I, I do see as a problem, but they have to find a way to make it, you know, more more competitive across the board, more like an even playing field because some of these owners just refuse to spend money. Um, Peter Angelos, the owner of the Orioles, just doesn't seem to give it two shits about uh, whether they they win fifty five games or whether they win a hundred games. It's it's very sad. I mean, I, I see what they're trying to do with the the farms, the farm system, and and obviously the international recruiting and international scouting and things of that nature. But I mean, you, you go, go try and play the Dodgers with that lineup, go try and play even the Boston Red Sox. It, it's you're, you're kind of just hoping and praying it doesn't get ugly. And, and it probably will once again for, for that, for that team. So it's a shame. Um, it, it's unfortunate that that's the way it is. That's the, the harsh reality of, kind of discrepancy in baseball where the NFL, I, I just feel like they have it more, a more patent, like a more uh, bulletproof system to where, you know, everybody at least has a chance. Um, it, it's just, it's been this way with baseball for a while. I mean, obviously you'll, you'll have your, your Cubs that come out of nowhere kind of, I mean, they built that team up obviously, but to win the world series, I don't think anybody saw that coming after, you know, over a hundred years or so. Um, a few years back. So, uh, like I said, glad to see an agreement, but I still think there's ways to go to make the game 
more improved for for all fans, not just the fans of the the top tier teams. Um, so that's just my two cents on it. I'd love to hear uh, some feedback there, and and I'll have this uh, posted to the brutally honest Twitter account. So hopefully uh, we can get some re- you know responses on there. Um, we're trying to expand. We're trying to get to as many platforms as we can. I created an Instagram now, so we're going to do reels on, on there and, and, you know, little segments from the show. So we're just trying to, you know, obviously pump out as much content as we can, get it to as many platforms as, as we can. We're just trying to have fan, fan feedback. Um, that's, that's the goal. That, that would be a lot of fun. Um, and that, that's what I'm trying to expand it to where we have people that can call in, we can, we can discuss any type of topic when it comes to, to sports and, um, yeah, just see where it takes us. Hopefully nothing ends in a fist fight, but um, yeah, all, all jokes aside, that, that's, that's what I'm trying to get to, but uh, kind of to not shift gears from, from baseball, like from an organizational standpoint, um, I did want to get to some of the signings. Um, most notably, I mean, just going into this off season, you, you look at the NL East, um, the NL East has, has made a ton of moves. Uh, really you, you look at the top two teams, uh, most likely that are that will finish top two, the Phillies and Mets. Uh, in my in my eyes, um, the Mets obviously adding Buckshow Walter uh, to manage the team. I think that's a great move. Uh, big fan of Buckshow Walter, obviously being with the Orioles for so long. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things. I I think he's just a great motivator. Like I think the players really love playing for him. It, it looks like that team is going to be quite stacked. I mean, you have, obviously you have DeGrom coming back. Um, injury concerns are a little bit a question mark with him, but we'll see. Um, and then Max Scherzer being added. Uh, I have absolute ace. I, I think he's like 36, 37, but for my money, one of the best pitchers in baseball, you know, bar none. Uh, he He's just, he's an absolute stud. So, the the Mets, I mean, with that lineup that they've already had, um, you know, you you count in Conforto, Pete Alonso, um, drawn a blank. I should know the, the second baseman, uh, Lindor. Um, yeah, that that that's a team to be messed with for sure. But um, and I think of the two teams, uh, the Mets have the managing. Uh, advantage with Buck Walter in relation to Joe Girardi of the Phillies. People might not think that because Joe Girardi has a ring, but um, he was on an absolute stacked Yankees team. Uh, he could, he pretty much was set up to not fail, which, you know, give him credit. He won a world series, but was it really him? I, I don't think so. I think he makes a lot of boneheaded decisions, but that's besides the point. That's a tangent. We could go on a, a different day, but um Phillies added Kyle Schwarber, who, for my money, like he he's very good at times, but he's he's one of those guys like I, you don't quite know what you're gonna get with him. He's kind of he's like two sixty career hitter. Um, I think he's a little overhyped, man. I I just I I think he's a good player. He's not fast by any means, so you know I don't know if they're gonna plan on DHing him uh, or puts you know slotting him out in the outfield, uh, but. It, he can play. Don't get me wrong. He's not, he's not terrible. Um, I would have went a different route. Me personally, maybe, maybe that's a reason I'm not a GM, but I would have taken that money, put it in the pitching staff. Um, I think you need help behind Zach Wheeler. I think Aaron Nola is a question mark. Zach Eflon is, 
it's decent, uh, but he's not – he's replaceable. I'll say that. He's not like – no no one is fearful of Zach Eflin. Um, I do I do somewhat, you know, pull for the Phillies. It's one of those things where I'm just such a – I was such a – you know, I, I didn't like the, the fact that they never have the designated hitter in the National League, and I think that's what turned me off. I, I've been to plenty of Phillies games. I'm, I'm a big Eagles fan, so, I, you know, it's – it's not like I have any hatred towards them, um, but you know, it's it's now obviously they're implementing the the universal DH. I think I'll catch their games more often. I'll, I'll probably root for them. I mean, you know, I want to be loyal to my teams and everything. But when when you're the Baltimore Orioles and you're just absolute bottom feeder of bottom feeder, it's it's tough to watch. So I at least have to have somebody I'm pulling for that you know has a competitive chance this year, this year. So um, yeah, the Kyle Schwarber one, I mean, not a bad signing, not, I, I think it's a little overhyped though. I do. Um, but the guy can go on tears and, and, and light you on fire in the playoffs. So um, other than that, I would say, you know, Nick Castellanos, that's the splash move. That's the move where like that, that's the, you know, that strikes fear in your lineup. Now, obviously having JT Remuto, Bryce Harper, Castellanos, you know, Schwarber when he's on. Um, Gene Segura hit 300 last year. Um, Reese Hoskins with the power potential and, and, and what he can bring to that. I, it is a, it's a scary lineup. There's no doubt about it. Will they have enough pitching? That's the question for me. I, I, I've always been a proponent of good pitching beats good hitting most of the time. Um, not going to say seven out of seven days and, and twice on Sundays, but you need you need aces like you need those at least like one two three so when you get in that playoff scenario you're going you're get your best guys going up against that their best guy and you know anything goes now they can get on uh they could be hot they could go into the playoffs and just hammer teams but it's going to be tough i mean you're if you go up against the dodgers and kershaw you go up i'm trying to think who well i mean the mets themselves you if you face the grom and scherzer in a series like Who's to say the Mets don't get two out of three out of out of that? I mean, if you can force them to the bullpen and and get through there, maybe. Um, but it, it it's going to be interesting. It really makes the NL East quite quite interesting to watch. And and I love Castellanos, one of my favorite players in the league. Been that way for a while. Um, I think he leads the league in extra base hits the last four seasons or so. Don't quote me, but um, I know the guy can tear the face off a of baseball. Um, Defense is going to be a question mark for the Phillies. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Who knows if Alec Boehm is going to be on the on the opening day roster? Um, but that guy is an absolute liability in, on the in the third base side. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting. I'm very excited to see what what transpires and what and how you know that division goes. Um, other than that, I mean, you have there's so many other signings that have happened um, since since we've been on last. Um, one, Chris Bryant um, gets the absolute bag, bag and a half from the Rockies. I mean, that, that's one of those organizations they let, they let Trevor Story walk. They pull, pick up Chris Bryant. I got to think Chris Bryant is older. Um, so I don't really quite get that, but I think, I think they knew Trevor Story was out the door. So they tried to rally and get at least some, a relatively big name, uh, Chris Bryant, you know, he's definitely a good player, but. I mean, it's the Rockies at the end of the day. They they just – they never seem to fully have it together, whether it's pitching, hitting. Um, usually pitching is just atrocious. But 
Um, yeah, that that's that's a signing that's that stood out to me. Um, yeah, I, I touched on Trevor's story. Obviously, him going to Boston is is interesting. I think I, I honestly, honest to God, I th- I think the Blue Jays have you know one of the most interesting storylines going into this season. Um, it, it's one of those deals where they're not really talked about ever. Um, and they say what you want about, you know, they, they haven't had that much success, this and that. I mean, they, in the last couple of years, um, they've definitely bolstered that team. Um, they go out and get Kevin Gosman. They have, I mean, they, you know, Matt Chapman, they have George Springer, Bo Bouchette, Vladdy Jr. I mean, then you, you talk about pitching Jose Barreos. It, it's it's kind of crazy um, that they're not talked about nearly as, as much as I feel like they should be, at least going into this season. Um, Kevin Gosman's an absolute stud. Uh, Barreos is very good, too. Um, it, it's – I think they're going to have – the the AL East, um, jump into that division – they're going to, people are going to have a hard time pitching against this, this squad too. Um, Teesco, Hernandez, uh, Guriel, George Spring. I mean, it's like, there's a ton of guys on this team that can absolutely rake. Um, and it, it's, it's going to be scary. I think it's going to be a problem for a lot of teams. So we'll see. Um, obviously the Yankees being there, the Red Sox not going anywhere. The Rays are, are relevant as ever. Um, with their pickups, obviously, um, yeah, that AL East, I'm I'm very very interested to see what happens in that division as well. Um, changing gears here, um, I guess we can we'll go to the NFL and and we'll get you a, you know a breakdown of what's what's happened, what's transpired. I mean, unless you live under a rock, you probably already know these things, but you know, hopefully, you appreciate my two cents on everything, and and that's that's what we try and give you. So. Deshaun Watson uh, obviously, you know, avoids the the court basically. You know, gets the the charges quote unquote dropped. I mean, he still has to go through the civil suits. We're not going to get into all that because um, I'm not a law expert, nor did I go to school for, you know, to be a law to know anything about law. So I'm not going to pretend like I do. But uh, the Browns sign absolute throw the kitchen sink at him to sign him. Um, the thing, it's it's he hasn't played in a year. Regardless of how much talent he has, I, I'm very curious to see how he's gonna stack up as far as like what's he gonna look like. What, what you know is he gonna be rusty? Is he gonna get suspended for part of the season? I mean, these are all questions that have yet to be answered. Obviously, time will will tell. But yeah, they the Browns give him 230 guarantee 230 million guaranteed. Um, the highest guaranteed uh, contract ever, uh, and that's a five-year five-year deal. So he, I, from what I understand, and you know, from what I've heard, he did not want to go to a cold weather climate uh, to play. But um, I don't know anybody turning away that type of money. I don't know anybody that you know was offered that money in this free agent market. Like really, that that is. There, every single quarterback that seems to sign is just raising the bar on on what the market value is now. Obviously, the Dak Prescott deal, you know, is one of those that stands out to me. Um, Patrick Mahomes, 
is another one. Now, now Deshaun, I mean, these guys are getting absolutely, you know, millions and millions and millions and then some. I mean, it, it's say what you want, but it, it's 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 crazy to think about um, these guys getting paid what they are. But obviously, very talented guy led the league in passing at least once um, on the Houston Texans with really not much to throw to other than. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins at one point. I mean, he's had no good offensive line. Now he goes to a great offensive line. It's going to be interesting. Uh, um, personally, I, I, I'm like, I'm on the fence of on rooting for him or not. I think the Browns absolutely did Baker Mayfield a disjustice. I think they did him completely dirty. Um, so that that's we'll get into that now. Um, Baker Mayfield basically is is has no other choice to but to leave basically and and. I, from what I I've read, what I've kept up with 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 all the things Cleveland Browns, I don't think he saw this coming. I think he was blindsided. Um, I feel bad for the guy. He 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 came into that franchise and it was an absolute dumpster fire, zero and sixteen. Um, and you know he takes them to the playoffs. He almost beats the Chiefs. Um, I, you know Chad Henney obviously played this. You know basically the second half, but. Say what you want, he they were right in that game. Like they, if they the defense would have made a stop, the Browns would have advanced to the AFC Championship. Only God knows what would have happened from that point forward. So, um, you know, Baker's been the type of guy to to kind of run his mouth and and things like that in, in college. But I think since joining the NFL, he's he's been. I don't know. I I I really do give him benefit of the doubt. He's played injured. He's played like the whole Odell situation. I, I don't know. I I give the guy all the credit in the world. I feel, I genuinely feel bad for the guy. Obviously he's a millionaire. He's not <laughs> struggling by any means, but mentally he's probably going through it. I mean, that's the franchise that drafted him. Um, and they basically just say, you know, we can go get the Sean Watson where, you know, obviously he's better right now. Um, he had a great, great college career at Clemson, won a national championship, but it's just like they didn't show any appreciation for for what Baker did for that franchise. I mean, they 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 go to the playoffs with him. He has one of the better years in in recent memory, you know, from a Browns quarterback. It's it's just like man, it, it seems like he just came into the league. Uh, and now he's looking for a job somewhere else. I don't know where he's going to land. I'd almost from a from a perspective of like just let everything get crazy. Let let him go to the Steelers. Like fuck it. You know what I mean? Like that would be that would be great to, that would be great television. Um especially if he could go there edge out Mitch Trubisky, which <laughs> I mean, I don't know what that would do to Mitch Trubisky's confidence at this point in his career, but yeah. If Baker Mayfield were to go to the Steelers, then they play the Browns twice a year. They're in the division. He's already owned the the Ravens plenty of times. Um, and then he can, you know, he, he basically knows the division like the back of his hand. So that would be awesome. I'd <clears throat> excuse me. I'd love to see that. Um, obviously, there's the rumors of Carolina. I don't really like that. I think that team's a dumpster fire. They're, they're just, I don't know. They don't know how to win. Um, I wouldn't even... I wouldn't even be mad if like the Eagles went and got him. I mean, call me crazy. Um, you know, I've been on the record saying, I don't know. Jalen Hurts is a question mark. I think Baker Mayfield kind of is too, but Baker Mayfield is, is they're not going to do that because I think the locker room loves Jalen Hurts, but it would be, 
uh, it would be entertaining. I would be, I wouldn't be against it completely. I call me crazy, but um, we got absolutely shellacked in the playoffs last year. So um, I'm willing to try anything at this point. I know Jalen Hurts is young, but I'm just not sold. So curious to see where Baker will end up. I think he ends up somewhere. I mean, there. I hope he starts. I, I hope he doesn't have to ride the bench. I mean, he got he got basically as a as a rookie got benched for I think it was Tyrod Taylor at the time, um, who played like absolute shit. Hugh Jackman is an idiot. Um, basically benched Baker. I think at one point made him the. He was like, "Congratulations, you're the backup," or something. So that guy's an absolute bum. It's okay. He got fired anyway. He went like zero and sixteen. So, um, yeah, not to not to get off off target too much, but yeah, Baker Mayfield looking for a new home. Deshaun Watson has a new home in Cleveland. I would never thought that was going to happen. I thought he'd go to the Falcons or the Saints. I was really kind of banking on the Falcons. I, I just got feeling, but couldn't be more wrong. So yeah, that that that's all things Browns, all things Baker Mayfield, all things Deshaun Watson. Um to to kind of hop hop around the league. I mean, you have Russell Wilson who, you know, rumors came out that he was disgruntled with Seattle, uh Pete Carroll and, and Russell have gotten into it from from what reports say, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But yeah, Russell Wilson is now gone. Seattle is you know, now stuck with Drew Locke. I, I don't know if I should say stuck with Drew Locke, but um, going to be tough. Going to be an uphill battle, I think, in that div- <clears throat> excuse me, especially in the, that division, uh, to not have Russell Wilson. I think that Russell Wilson carried that team. He kind of willed that team to win a lot. Um, you know, you still have DK Metcalf and, and the boys out there. Tyler Lockett, I think, should still be there. But uh, it's it's – Good luck. I, I don't know. I, I just think Seattle has, you know, basically downgraded. They've, they've gone backwards over the last couple of years. They didn't really protect Russell Wilson at all. That offensive line is flawed. Uh, it's just not what Seattle used to be. And no one, everybody knows that. No one fears Seattle anymore. They're just kind of like a middle of the pack, if not below average team. So we'll see. I kind of root for Drew Locke. I mean, he hasn't had a, like a long he hasn't had really a chance to play long-term anywhere. Obviously, getting drafted by Denver. Had his struggles, been up and down. Excuse me. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what he can do. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I I thought he might go to Denver early on. Um, I just had a feeling like this could be it with Green Bay. Um, <laughs> he comes back, signs a four-year deal. I would never have paid him that amount of money. Call me crazy, uh, but he's just – he's not the guy you want as far as – if you're if you're looking to win a ring, I, I, I have no confidence in him winning your ring. I'm sorry, but the guy – you know, last Super Bowl he went to, I think it was 2012 or 20, 2011. That's, you know, 10 years ago, and, and people are pretending like he's, like, God's gift to man. I, I don't know. He He's – Great regular season quarterback. He'll win you. He'll win all the individual record or individual achievements and MVPs and things. But if you're not putting trophies in the trophy case, I'm not paying you that amount of money. And it's been, like I said, 10 years. So I like Aaron Rodgers. I do root for him, but I can't to defend him. People that defend Aaron Rodgers, I, 
I don't understand it. I, I, I will never understand it. He's just not – he's not – like, yeah, he won a Super Bowl, you know, a decade ago, and he puts up good numbers. He's not – you can get somebody – you can find someone better. You you can – I don't know. He, he just doesn't get it done when it matters. So, therefore, I'm not – and he's old. It's not like he's, he, can't, he can't get it done and he's 25, 26 even 28 or something where it's like, well, he might get over the hump one of these. He's like, you know, coming up on 40 and the guy, he just chokes. He chokes in the playoffs. Can't beat the 49ers. Doesn't matter. So if he sees the 49ers again, he'll be packing his bags. Um, so yeah, Green Bay, you're stuck with Aaron Rodgers. That's how I, I look at it. Um, next, next person on my list. And, you know, I'm kind of trying to go in order, but Carson Wentz, <laughs> Always uh, an interesting uh, topic of discussion. Obviously, you know, almost – excuse me, almost had an MVP season in 2017. Then tears his ACL in that same year. Um, really hasn't been the same, I'll say that. I think I, I shit on him less than, than most. <coughs> excuse me. I still think, like, he has the, the raw talent to – like, he put up – regardless of what you think of him, he put 27 touchdowns up seven picks last year. Granted with a, uh, with the best running game, probably in football, but uh, yeah, he goes, goes to the Colts, 27 touchdowns, seven picks, loses the last two games to miss the playoffs and then gets his ass shipped out of town to Washington of all teams. So now he has to face the Eagles twice a year which it will be, for whatever reason, the Philly fan base would never give up on him. I I was one of the people where, where like, I'm not completely, like, trashing him, but I thought we should keep Nick Foles. He won us the only Super Bowl we ever had. I don't care if Carson Wentz is young. If Carson Wentz wouldn't have tore his ACL, I would have been like, okay, run it, run it back with Wentz. Keep, I would have kept Foles anyway. That's my take on it. doesn't matter. It's my opinion. I can have that. You know, we might have been in a better position. I think we would have been in a better position with that scenario. The second he tore his ACL, I was scared to death to re-sign the guy. But they went ahead and did it anyway. Never paid dividends, uh, which I I was fearful of. Um, That's a huge injury. I think people downplay that. Um, He doesn't have the mobility he used to. He still has the arm strength. He can throw it wherever. But his decision-making is erratic, to say the least. Um, so that, that's Carson Wentz goes to the Washington commanders. <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, guy looked like Ronald McDonald, uh, on the, uh, press conference, his first press conference there. Uh, I just don't know. I'm kind of fearful though, because now obviously I have to see him in the Eagles division. So that's kind of a problem. Um, I think he's an upgrade over Taylor Heineke. I do think that, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Washington has a reputation to choke year in and year out. And now you got somebody that chokes on a regular basis, basically um, as of recently. So it's going to be interesting. I think Ron Rivera can coach him up and keep him competitive, but I, I, I am fearful. I, maybe, maybe I'm insane, but. I'm scared of Washington beating up on Philly twice a year. That that I don't think that's unrealistic. And people think like 
you know, Wentz is trash. I, he's not trash. There's no way. He He's not clutch, but he's still – I mean, he's like 28, 29. I think he just turned 29. I wouldn't roll him out yet. I wouldn't get rid of – I wouldn't say he's got, like thrown to the wolves. He can play. Can he get his mental his, – it's almost like it's a mental game for him. Like if he can just make better decisions, throw the ball away, he could be like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I, I genuinely feel that way. So last one. To wrap up the quarterback carousel, to wrap up, you know, all these these moving pieces throughout the league, um, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan signs with the Colts. I, I'm happy for him. He so basically takes Wentz's spot. He needed to get the hell out of Atlanta. That 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 franchise is just about doomed at this point. Ever since they lost that Super Bowl, they have yet to have the success um, since since that, that Super Bowl appearance and that cho- the choke of all chokes against the Patriots. So, yeah, Matt Ryan, kind of a conservative pick. I, not a bad pick for the for the Colts, I think, with that running game, with that defense. You know, you needed a guy with stability. Matt Ryan doesn't seem to get hurt, knock on wood. He just he just does enough. Like, he, he at this point, I'd say he's probably a game manager. He's not what he used to be where I think he won the MVP uh you know years back now but he 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 has a good he's a good decision maker he he doesn't light the world on fire but you don't need that you they made the playoffs with philip rivers at at like year 50 of his career so um matt ryan coles i'm interested to see what happens i like matt ryan a lot i think guy's been through a, a lot in his career um so hopefully he can have some success i don't see him winning the super bowl but he can have some success there um yeah, really, the ne- the next thing I was just going to touch on quick, the Chargers have really bolstered that defense, getting J.C. Jackson, getting Khalil Mack. Obviously, you got Bosa still there. Um, that's going to be interesting. I think the Chargers are a defense away from being a, a threat in that division. They they came down to the wire with the Raiders last year with hardly any defense um, and almost, you know, edged them out in that playoff game, that wild, wild, wild playoff game. Um, so, yeah. Khalil Mack's going to add, obviously, some physicality there. Um, J.C. Jackson can out, you know, flat out play as well. And then you got Von Miller going to the Bills. Uh, that's a good move. That, that's that's he. I know he's older. He's I think he's thirty two. Don't quote me on these ages, man. Don't 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 crucify me. But thirty two, thirty three. He still has some left in the tank. That's for sure. Look at look what he did in the Super Bowl. He changed the dynamic of that defensive line. Then you had to worry about Von Miller and Aaron Donald. So I thought he'd either go back to the Broncos or go to the Rams, but kind of shocks everybody, I think, around the league and goes to the Bills, making that defense even more intense, more physical than than they were before. I hope they beat the piss out of the the Patriots twice a year like they did in the playoff game. That was great to see, great television. other than that, I got to be honest with the, with you guys, with the viewer, with the listeners here. I it's rare I watch college basketball. I haven't really watched much of it. I lo- I'm a big college football fan. I probably even more so than the NFL. But college basketball just doesn't do it for me. Isn't isn't my cup of tea. I don't know why. I've tried. I've tried it year in and year out. I just can't. You know, if I pick a team, it's it's Villanova because Penn State is just pretty much pathetic. They don't even make the tournament. But you know. I'm, I know Villanova is still in it as of right now. That's about all I know. That's about all I care. 
if they make it to the Elite Eight, I'll start really watching. But I, I just – I don't know, man. Call me crazy. I just can't get into the whole March Madness thing. I think it's overblown. I think it's just uh, not my thing. So, other than that, um, I wanted to touch on the NBA just a little bit. Uh, really, the Lakers. I think it's hysterical. I'm, I'm the biggest LeBron hater known to man. I just can't not stand him. You know, whether he's a good person off the court, I – you know, maybe he is. Obviously, he did that school for kids. You know, I'm sure he's not a bad person. Some of the things he says, I couldn't get, I couldn't politically disagree with more. But that's a that, that everybody has an opinion, so we'll leave it at that. I just think it's funny that they're the ninth seed and they're five games back of the eighth seed in the West. Um, they they have a very good chance of not making the playoffs, which I kind of I was I was fearful of that lineup coming into the season, but. Once again, I, I should never ever bet with Russell uh, <clears throat> Russell Westbrook. Excuse me, I'm choking just talking about him. But uh, Russell West Russell Westbrook, he uh, <clears throat> he he's the most inefficient player now. He can't even hit shots, so I don't know what happened there. Can't seem to find his shot. He's mad at people calling him Russell Westbrook, uh, saying they shouldn't disrespect his name. At the end of the day, these guys are so privileged, man. Like. Yeah, they work their ass off. Yeah, they're multi-talented, but um, yeah, it, he he's just not getting the job done, and and he's part of the problem. Obviously, Anthony Davis in and out of the lineup, injured one game, back one game, injured. It, it's like this lineup is just – it's not what people thought it was going to be, and I was dumb thinking it was going to be more than what it is. I love Carmelo. Um, that would be the only reason I'd want to see them win a ring. Uh, I just – that guy deserves a championship in his, you know, accomplishments and in, in his trophy case. He, he's he been around the league. He's bounced around. I wish he would have won one with the Knicks. But, yeah, he – that's the only reason. But they just don't have enough. The, the West is absolutely loaded. The Suns are just a powerhouse. So, it, it's – I mean, the Grizzlies are the two seed. Like, it's crazy. It's it, – the whole the whole West is pretty crazy this year. Um, Warriors sitting there at three, even though they've cooled off, they they're still in the third seed. But the Suns are just running away with the West. Um, go back to the East. Um, the Sixers have really climbed. They ever since they got James Harden, I think they're wrecked. They've lost like maybe three or four games. They're, the pick and roll looks absolutely disgusting with with James Harden and Embiid. Obviously. Uh, Tyrese Maxey can absolutely ball as well. I mean, they, they that's a that's an interesting squad right there. That, that Sixers could go far. I don't think they're going to win it all, but I wouldn't be mad if they did. I think the Heat are overrated, to be honest with you. I, I think they just – I don't trust the Heat for anything. So we'll see. Obviously, the Bucks are right there. Boston has been a very hot team in the second half. Very, very hot team. Uh, they're nine and one the last ten. They won five in a row. Bulls have cooled off quite significantly. They they were leading the East for quite some time. They're they're all the way down at five. Cavaliers at six. Like it's it's pretty crazy. Um, but we'll see. Uh, other than that, the NHL not much I would say has happened as far as like jockeying for positions. Um, the NH I'm I'm curious to see, you know. Some of these teams, like like Florida Panthers, how far can the Florida Panthers go? 
obviously Canadians ever since they got Martin um, St. Louis, Martin St. Louis um, as their coach, the Canadians have been on fire for what they are. I mean, take it with a grain of salt. They're, they're not a good team um, this season, but they they've turned it on and they've turned it on obviously quite well compared to where they were at. Um, other than that, I mean, these the teams like the Lightning are still there. You still have Carolina. You still have uh, Colorado is another good team. The Rangers are a good team as well. Um, they they beat the they can beat the best teams and lose to to the worst teams. But that you know that's a regular season for you. That that it doesn't not matter what sport and especially in a sport with eighty two games. But I don't want to I don't want to go off too much on tangents, guys. Um, especially I'm by myself today. Give me give me some slack. But um, as always, I'm trying to bring you guys content as much as I can. You know, obviously, this isn't my full-time gig, um, nor am I getting paid for it. But I, I enjoy it. I love sports. I live, live breathe, eat, eat sports. Um, so I appreciate everybody that tunes in, everybody that listens. You know, send me a message on Twitter. We're trying to get more guests. Um, I'm just trying to, you know, have fun and interact with everybody. So, That being said, thanks for tuning in to episode 67 of the Brutally Honest Sports Podcast, and we will catch you later, and have a great weekend. Peace.